0: well what is up all of our liberty loving friends out there this is another fantastic episode of the good morning liberty podcast thank you so much for coming by my best friend charlie sitting right across from me how's it going man you're my best friend you're my best friend charlie and i've known each other for quite some time now you Quite almost
1: you almost failed just now.
0: Did I? You've got one job. What's my oh to hit record? Yes.
1: Well, actually, you have a lot of jobs. I hit.
0: <laughs> so I hit. Well, I, I typed out on the headlines on here for our. If you're watching live, we've got a you know a, a thing set up, and then I hit go live, go live, go live go live and then i hit the intro song
1: and i forgot to hit record but now you started. did now you I did though it. for all of our listeners yeah you know that listen later they uh, don't, yeah they don't listen live well, yeah. yeah although yeah. we do it live we do there's no editing in this you this guys can look back through some out. of the
0: episodes there's a few where i did forget to record and i had to pull the audio from the video and then put that in and and do some little finagling with it to try and make it sound as good so sounds still sounds pretty good it's still sounding good yeah, yeah. still sounding good it's, all, it's the it's the weekend it's the weekend not yet coming
1: up coming yeah, up you're yeah.
0: going up to our old home
1: hometown little town so, of uh some people say vienna yeah v vienna vienna illinois it's we we pronounce it vienna we pronounce it vienna because it's just a bunch of cornfields up there uh-huh my brother is getting inducted into the our high school hall of fame. How like, about that? Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh he's seven foot, so he played basketball and holds uh shockingly enough, he holds like the block record and the rebound record. <laughs> uh he's second in all time points. Um he ended up going to play D one basketball and uh, he played some pro basketball overseas. So uh nice. Yeah, so now he's getting inducted, even though uh he graduated in two thousand eight. So but then I guess that maybe ten years after ten years, they're like, Yeah, you're well, a you're able to get
0: inducted. In my experience, it can take them a while to induct you into the high school hall of fame. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't he, know if he gets a gold jacket or anything,
1: but but that's
0: uh, <laughs> yeah, still pretty cool. Charlie, a lot of our listeners have been asking this very important question:
1: Do you have hair? Yeah, I do. Actually, okay, yeah. making sure uh, we've been getting questions about that. Yeah, a lot of people have been asking. Yeah, I do. Yeah you can kind of see it through the hat a little bit here okay
0: yeah. cool just making sure that charlie wears a hat every day and and we had some people worried that maybe it was because he was balding no which is fine
1: nowadays i mean i am balding a yeah. little bit but okay. I don't, that's not why i wear a hat if i start
0: to bald i will immediately get whatever the surgery is that fit whatever service <laughs> i will sell my car to fix it now, really? that's no, listen some people can pull off the bald thing it's fine totally fine i would not be able to do that i have a very oddly shaped head i'm no i'm no jeff bezos But well, you know uh, what are
1: you worried about I um, have a loving home and wife i'm worried about she's the, not gonna leave you if you lose your
0: hair well the problem is we have these lights in the studio and i'm worried about the glare <laughs> that would be off the top of my head
1: every night before you go to sleep yeah. i'm just like oh man i really hope i don't go bald one day because that glare would be yeah yeah. Piercing.
0: you're I'm already I've got a big package of just for men that I'm going to start working on my hair with because it's going gray. I've got a lot of hair, but it is in fact going gray and, and I don't <laughs> like it. I'm only 32. I'm not ready for gray hair. Okay. It's just not it just cool. mean.
1: It means you're seasoned. Listen. If this intro
0: has told you anything, it's that you should subscribe to the Good Morning Liberty podcast because there's more where this came from, for sure. Go on to your (laughs) podcast app. If you're listening on our website, you're watching live on Facebook, something like that, uh, any of the platforms that we're live on, go subscribe on your podcast app to the Good Morning Liberty podcast. We put out a new episode every single day of the week when we feel like it. So we talk about today's news, today's politics from a liberty mindset. Perspective from the principle that you own yourself. It's a very simple, very simple principle. And don't hurt people and don't take their stuff, just like Matt Kibbe said. That's very, very simple. And we address every political conversation, every law that's proposed, every regulation that's proposed, every presidential candidate that says something. We approach it from the question if this is the case, then do you own yourself? And if it's, if it says no to you don't own yourself, then we can't support it. We just
1: simply can't support it. We also take it deeper than just politics yeah. because life is deeper than politics. It is. So, I mean, I don't know so, if everyone
0: knows that anymore. Right, regardless, are, yeah.
1: regardless of like, like if we bitch and moan about this or that or whatever, there's still things that you can do Yeah. because the market is the market. can't like believe the rules- you just said moan live i know on air that's crazy that's crazy you know the market is a market right the 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 rules are the rules and of course we're doing everything we can to bring us closer to liberty that's the whole goal but in the meantime you can still live a good life yeah you know you can complain and do the hard work at the same time to make your life meaningful and that that's very important well because we we take it a step further i would say it's we complain we take <laughs> actionable steps and then we also tell you how to navigate or or help encourage you to navigate all of the uh the the pestering things in life that yeah well, that are thrown at you a,
0: even if you're upset about things i mean we're upset about the things the government does yeah it doesn't mean we're just going to sit in a corner and cry about it and say that we can't get anywhere because the government sucks then you're just a bernie sanders then i'm supporter. just you're i might the as same well person. be a socialist at that time right okay so what we do is we point out the things we don't like but we also try to succeed and fulfill meaning in our lives at the same time and so, make sure that there's if there's a purpose for you to be here you need to be working towards that purpose you
1: remember that one girl in 2016 that said if bernie sanders didn't get elected like her life would be over because she had two hundred thousand dollars in in debt you know so it's so okay take that scenario but like if you flip it in a liberty sense but let's say for that girl for instance like she's banking on bernie sanders getting elected so that you know her debt can be forgiven whereas like We're hoping that we get more liberty legislators in government that that can reduce the size and scope and power of government so that we can live a more liberty, libertarian filled lifestyle that would help out more people. But if those things don't happen, there's still things that you can do inside of your community. There's things that you can do inside your own home. There's things you can do for yourself That gets you out of bed every single morning, even if your guy, let's say, doesn't win. Yeah. You know? Well, that's because it's
0: just a terrible circumstance to put yourself in is to be sitting there hoping that the right person gets elected into office. Right. What kind of life is that? Because. What I mean, you're gonna bank on Bernie Sanders? Good lord, he had a heart attack not too long ago. And you're gonna bank your life on Bernie Sanders being elected as the president or Trump. Who's gonna or be whoever. Or Trump, it doesn't whoever. matter? Who's gonna be the president after that person? You have to be able to ask yourself who's gonna be the president after that person. You cannot rely on the right person being in control of the government for your life to go the way that you want it to go. And that's why we argue for the size scope of the government to be decreased because there's too many people that are dependent on the right person controlling everyone in the country so they can have the life that they want that is a terrible terrible circumstance to put you in and no wonder it leads to resentment no wonder it leads to hatred and ill feelings towards other people you feel like you've got no other choices and that's on that's where my animosity towards bernie sanders comes from it's that's why BernieLies.com exists. That's why we have Bernie Lies.com, because he has filled, he has enabled an entire generation of people with the idea that you have to be dependent on the right person being in control of the United States government for you to be able to have a good life. And that is a terrible, terrible ideology to fill especially young people's heads with. It's a disgusting ideology to fill young people's heads with.
1: So when we say good morning, Liberty, it's all about pursuing life, Liberty in the pursuit of meaning. Uh, the reason why we say that is because yes, it's, this is a show about economics. It's a show about politics. It's a show about discussing real life situation and policies and where we stand on Liberty and what we should move towards. Uh, but also we have the, the meaning element because it's like, what are you doing every single day in your life to make the changes necessary uh, to build the better future and be a better version of yourselves because the world needs that yeah The world needs the best version of Nate that they, they so do stop sucking man i'm that's what i'm trying to say that's my encouraging
0: words to you i'm trying so (laughs) hard to stop sucking charlie i just don't know what else i can do about it actually
1: i want to encourage you you're doing a fantastic job thank you man i really
0: i really really appreciate that
1: i'm not gonna you know that doesn't mean you get a bonus or anything yeah so i'm just i want to say thank you i must not be doing that good
0: of a job yeah yeah okay
1: all right my thanks you know it'll help pay your electric bill because i said thank you sure sure (laughs) okay
0: I'll, yeah, any, I'll, I'll you ever, send your thank you into the electric company and see how that goes. You know, it's
1: crazy. You've never actually worked for a
0: corporate, like you've never had a big corporate job. I have, have I have one for about a month. I couldn't stand it. I, yeah. wa- I walked out <laughs> literally what I had a corporate job I remember, for one month and I walked out.
1: I remember one time we got a thank you at, you know, of course like this company had, I don't know. I mean, we had probably had 10 or 15,000 people that just worked at corporate. And then of course they had, you know, Thousands of other people that work everywhere else, but everyone at corporate got a thank you and like they gave us a cookie. <laughs> yeah. And everybody around, everybody around's like, what the hell, man? Like, I, <laughs> like I'd rather have the two bucks, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, take your cookie and shove it, man. I don't, I don't, I can get my <laughs> own you, cookie.
0: Did you eat the cookie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I well, ate the cookie. Well, was, I guess it was a good gift then. It was good. <laughs> okay. But,
1: but right. that's not a way to say thanks.
0: No, not really. <laughs>
1: but anyway, that's just a funny story. Do you want to tell us about,
0: about Congressman Thomas Massey and his new plan to act like 18-year-olds are actually adults. Wow, sassy with Massey, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah. Look, so one of the goals of the show is obviously... uh, Let me just give a plug here to Young Americans for Liberty. What a great organization, an organization that we donate to, by the way, every single month, because we put our money where our mouth is. We actually believe in taking actionable steps. And so what Young Americans for Liberty does is they have this thing called uh, Operation One at the Door. And so if you go to YALiberty.org, what they do is they're getting state representatives just like Thomas Massey elected all over the country. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, Savannah Maddox in Kentucky is the one that passed constitutional carry for that state. So they're do- making, affecting real change in the political world. And what we want to do is we want to get more people like Thomas Massey into office because those are the people that actually can induce, introduce good bills and argue for the, the case for Liberty for us, right? At yeah. the, at the, at the political legal level, let's say that they they actually affect the legal framework and the legal change. So a guy like Thomas Massey, sassy with Massey. What a—he's—he's a, he's a great advocate for liberty. Of course, there's one or two things we might not agree on. Yeah, sometimes. But overall, the guy holds liberty as his primary political value, which is what—which is what we should be advocating for. So this is coming out of Breitbart. It's Trump news, basically.
0: <laughs> it it literally is. Yeah, I mean, that's admittedly.
1: So anyway, but we get our news from everywhere, right? You gotta, you gotta have all kinds of sources in your in your stack so gop rep pushes the lower handgun purchase age to 18. u.s rep thomas massey who is a republican from kentucky by the way is pushing to allow 18 year olds to buy handguns just as federal law allows them to buy long guns massey's bill H.R. 5176 is designed to ensure that Americans who are old enough to take part in so many other adult aspects of American life, such as voting and fighting for their country in uniform, are not cut off from the right to have a gun for self-defense. I have a question on that now. What's that? Because typically, and, and I know we have, really, uh, we have many uh, listeners that are in the military or former military, don't, don't officers carry a pistol? Um, I'm not sure. I couldn't tell you. Um, I know they used to, so I'm wondering like if, you know, if you, well, I guess you would have to have a college degree now to get like, you have to go to officer school. So you'd be 21 by the time you, Yeah. so really you're not going to enlist. I was just wondering if you could be, if you could be 20 and be given a handgun in the military.
0: Yeah. Well, we already talked about it yesterday. (laughs) I mean, if, if you're inside of the government, then you have privileges that us ordinary citizens just are not allowed to have.
1: So Representative Massey said, why should a 20 year old single mom be denied the right to defend herself and her children? 18, 19 and 20 year olds are considered adults and are able to vote on important public public policy issues. They can also form business contracts, get married and serve in the military. They can't smoke anymore, though. They can't smoke (laughs) as adults. These Americans should not be deprived of basic constitutional rights hr 5716 is titled the second amendment for every Re- uh registrable voter act or safer voter act for short this, That's sounds a good acronym man. it is he's got second a way better amendment. acronym than,
0: than the uh elizabeth warren one that we talked about yesterday yeah. yeah
1: it would repeal the federal law that currently prohibits 18 to 20 year olds from buying a handgun at retail from a federally licensed dealer so this is a good thing right expanding um, or actually getting rid of government tyranny that doesn't allow 18 to 21 year olds to defend themselves with a handgun. Well, it's a pretty crazy idea. Like, I mean, like, Hey, Hey, look, Nate, you can, you can have a gun. Oh, so I can have, no, the barrel must be longer. Yeah. The barrel's <laughs> gotta be longer. Oh, so I can put yeah. like a hand grip. No, no, I can't. No hand grip on it. Can't have that. Well, that qualifies as a pistol.
0: It's just a simple question, Charlie. When you're 18, are you an adult or are you not? According to the law, in most places, yes. Okay, so why do you then not get privileges that adults have? When you're an adult, what does that mean? What does it mean to be an adult? That's what I wanna know. Does it well, mean that you finally, you finally own yourself? Your parents don't own you anymore? You can make decisions for yourself? Why is the adult age still 18? why is it we're not even allowing 18 year olds to smoke well, How can you
1: be an adult well so they had to pick a i guess a line somewhere right yeah to say okay you are of the cognitive ability let's say now to enter into a contract like you know what you're doing now like and they just chose 18 yes yeah. i, guess. I don't, it's, I don't know where that happens. I think it happens differently for people. I'm sure. You
0: know? no, I mean, obviously it probably, it happens around 15 for women and around 35 for men. Right. So, so maybe I, we
1: should change it. Yeah. I mean,
0: <laughs> it's, I think it's different for everyone, right. obviously, but there has to be a legal age where yeah. the
1: government recognizes that you're an adult. In some cultures, you walk across hot coals or something. Yeah. And then now and then you're an adult. Now you've crossed over into adulthood. Yeah. <laughs> But here in the good old U.S. of A, we just decided, up oh, your 18th birthday.
0: I <laughs> honestly think the hot coal thing might
1: be a better idea. We, we should yeah. go back to one of those yeah. traditions. Yeah. That yeah. might be better. Might I, think be better. So. I saw that on National Geographic once or something like that. But there's <laughs>
0: simply the question. I mean, it, I know that everyone makes this argument. And there's a reason everyone makes this argument. It's because it 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 makes sense, the argument. How is it that at 18 you can decide that you're going to join the military and risk your life and go overseas and learn all of these things and fight people and potentially kill people and do all kinds of, do all that kind of stuff. But you don't have the cognitive ability to decide whether or not you're going to smoke a cigarette. I mean, that's completely insane. And now Massey is recognizing the fact once again, If you have the cognitive ability to sign a dotted line for the U.S. government and tell them that they effectively own you and that they can send you overseas and strap a gun on you and and risk your entire life, then how is it that you can't have a handgun because you don't have? The responsibility or cognitive ability to be able to make a proper decision. Well, sure you do.
1: Otherwise, they wouldn't put a gun in your hands and go and ship you overseas. I know. So
0: that's the thing. In it's, fact,
1: in the military, you can have automatic weapons, all kinds of stuff. Like, I'm sure they, there's some 19, 20 year olds that uh, run like the 50 cal gunners on the. I know. On the uh, on the Humvees and stuff. Hummers, Humvees, whatever. Yeah. I wasn't in the military. Sorry, I don't know yeah. all of it. But, um, uh,
0: one of our Instagram users says the youngest you can join is 17 um is that true i don't know i don't actually know what the with
1: parents consent parent I think.
0: consent yeah he did say consent yeah, yeah. so um my,
1: my grandpa actually joined when he was 16. he just lied yeah. about his
0: age so but regardless was back in the, the it's, 40s <laughs> it's these type of arbitrary lines that we're always fighting against all the time the government furthers these arbitrary lines and you see them in politics because it makes no sense that at 17 with consent or 18 without consent you can make the decision to risk your life and have all this responsibility put on you but you can't smoke a cigarette or if you're going to possibly get a gun that somehow the, the barrel needs to be longer it's just a it's a it's a really crazy idea that, that doesn't make any sense and it sets this message it sets the tone that everything is subjective that everything is arbitrary and just like just like everything else in politics, Charlie, are you live on TikTok right now? Yeah, now I'm live on TikTok. Okay, so <laughs> we're live on TikTok, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, all all right now. Let's uh, let's also do the podcast at the same time. Yeah. So it's it it just it just don't make no sense. It just don't it just don't make no sense,
1: Charlie. I don't get it. Well, and you know where this bill is going to go. Nowhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. It's good that he introduced it. What we need is we need more people in there that would actually bring this to a vote. Um, But it's it's probably not going to go anywhere because guns are bad. Okay. That's what people try to say. Yeah. You know, they're the cause of all of our troubles. In fact, we're going to get to a story here pretty soon where someone said that uh you know capitalism through use of guns is what's killed more people than communism which is just absolutely crazy
0: i'm watching the movie two guns on this computer back here by the way for anyone on instagram that's like what the heck is that what the heck is that you just look at that that's a creepy creepy shot right there that i paused on you'll see it you'll see it sometime here charlie but anyway for anyone who's like why is that on my screen holy crap that's weird uh the movie called two guns it was on youtube tv so i decided i would play it
1: yeah we will see we'll see how it is you know more people die in car accidents every single year well yeah than even guns like even including suicide and everything i know so more people die and then even like we said yesterday with gun statistics good lord We're the
0: only country, we're the only developed nation, and after I say that, you would be like, oh, that has mass deaths from guns and stuff. No, what I'm going to say is we're the only developed nation that counts suicides in our gun violence statistics. It's like half of the gun deaths. Or more, I don't, I don't really, I don't know what the exact percentage is. Someone can correct me on that. But why do we count suicide in the gun death statistics? That's so we can make them look worse, right? That's, that's why we count them in that. That's a, it's a glaring problem inside of that statistic that no one really seems to, uh, no one seems to care about. Somebody, so, and
1: you know, somebody decided, just decided that a mass shooting is four or more people. Like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't. How do you consider that mass? I don't know. You know. Like you think of mass transit, you know, that's a lot of people on a mass transit.
0: Um, IG person said, what age do we believe, uh, people should have guns? So what, what question would you, how would you answer that? Charlie?
1: I think if you can drive a car, you can own a gun. So honestly, to me, it should be 16.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would I would first <laughs> off default at the age of adulthood. That's that is what I would first off def, default
1: to. Why don't we raise driving a car to 18? These 16
0: to me would end up needing and I'm sorry, libertarians, the younger age would need to have parental consent at that time. So that that would be that would be my answer. Um, now, I mean, I can buy a gun for my son. Yeah. I mean, he, I've been shooting he's... guns since I was since I was a little kid. Right. But I'm, I'm I don't am i know if you don't have it in your gun rack in your truck.
1: Yeah. When you were.
0: I just don't know what the law <laughs> should be for what age. I don't know. You know, you don't you don't let a 10 year old drive a car or you know enter into any other contracts or anything. so you are saying that there is a legal age of consent or adulthood or something like that so if we're going to recognize that i would say the adulthood and i would say easily you could open it up for parental consent for people who are younger and we can talk about it being younger than that i'm not saying i'm completely closed up to it i'm just saying that's my initial response to to that question well okay and so when more it, on it
1: and when it comes to actionable change do we really care right now? Like, do we need to make the argument eight year olds should have guns? Like, do we yeah. have to go all the way down that rabbit hole? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I think that introducing a bill like that, where we're, where we're reducing it from 21 to 18, that's a good start. Like, let's start, that's a start. Let's, let's try to win that battle first. That is why we, because right now we're not going to get to eight. If we can't get to 18, that is why we like people like. You know, even though
0: we're libertarians, we like people like Thomas Massey and like Rand Paul, because they understand our liberties were taken step by step for a hundred years. And it might be the case that they will have to be regained small step by small step for a hundred years. It's not just going to be one law that changes it. And then all of a sudden we've got liberty again. I think it's going to have to be taken piece by piece over generations, just like just like it was taken from us, it will have to be given back over that amount of time. Politically, I, just, I think that's how it's going to have to happen. So I like this law. Lower it from 21 to 18. Let's start there. And then let's talk about it being lower after that, if you guys want to.
1: And, nice job. Uh, nice job, Sassy. This is sassy. at
0: least better. All right, now we're going to talk about Citizens United. And I'm going to go off of instagram guys so you guys can listen to the podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to facebook youtube twitch or twitter and listen to it live but i'm sick before of the, before you sign off so yeah we, what's up well, read our ad read the yeah. good morning liberty the, ad. and the guy on instagram listen he's making uh, he's talking back and forth with someone else those are government numbers the 18 is a yeah, it's an arbitrary government number, and I'm not saying that I won't have the conversation for anything lower. That's why I would immediately open up for anything under 18 to be allowable for parental consent. Um, but uh, I I haven't put enough thought into it to figure out what a proper libertarian view would be on that. Generally, it would be uh, towards... The least amount of laws uh, about about anything, as long as you're not hurting someone, then how can I tell you what to do? Well, also, but
1: almost everything else that a minor does needs parental consent, medical work, whatever. You have to sign over and sign the document as the as the guardian, right? Yeah. And so it's the same thing. I think like drinking alcohol. If it's the parent consent now, look, are there going to be terrible parents? People are going to argue about that. Well, my dad's a drunk and he lets me drink since I was 10, whatever. Yes. Yeah, well,
0: the law doesn't do anything. To stop law, that. It all,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. If your dad's passed out drunk all the time and your mom's yeah. nowhere to be found and you have access to alcohol, you can do it anyway. I know whether or not it's illegal or not. So why, why do we need the law to state a certain age? As long as there's parental consent, let's say up until 18 or whatever it is, when you are declared by the state, since we have a state, you are declared a a citizen that can make your own choices yeah you don't because otherwise otherwise if people if you if you know 12 year olds can be held liable then they can enter into contracts and all this other stuff and say Oh well you're held liable for all of that i guess we're off live on TikTok too because i'm getting a call it would be (laughs) so
0: it would be a question of whether or not you could be held liable for things could you be held uh you know liable as an adult for things uh there would also be you know your parents have some control over you while you're while you're younger so you'd have to also ask yourself how long is it that a person a child has to act within their parents' boundaries? How long do their guardians have control over the uh, decisions that they can make or contracts they can enter into? And so I think there's an age where your parents have maybe the responsibility to take care of that. I don't know exactly what the number would be for the cutoff. So I'll have to think some more on that, maybe read read a little bit up on that and see, see what kind of arguments people have made. We're going to go off of here. You guys can go to Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and watch us the rest of the time live, or you can listen to the podcast after we upload it here in a couple hours. So thank you for listening on Instagram guys. Okay. So everyone else who is annoyingly listen to, listening to us cater to our other people and not you guys on the podcast, we what's need, up?
1: We're uh, back. I guess we need an intern or something. I know. I know. <laughs> we need someone standing
0: in here recording us right now, like like Gary Vee, like eight people recording him yeah. all the time. Okay. So I saw someone post something about Citizens United, and um, I wanted to talk a little bit about that because it's a very controversial case. And... You could say most people on the left have decided that the ruling was absolutely terrible. Uh, A lot of people on the right have decided it's okay. Uh, Some people on the right still don't think that it's okay. Uh, So it's because everyone generally just has a deep hatred for corporations. So it, other than like maybe 5% of the population, but the rest of them all have some type of emotional deep-seated hatred for, for corporations. So I think they will generally move towards not having corporate power and things. I, I mean, which, which I would agree with, but hey, let's take away the power, not, the, not this court case. Right. So um, Citizens United, the court ruling that sold our democracy. <laughs> Now, this is from a heavily left slanted website called CommonDreams.org, but I wanted to read it. It's important to read the views of the people who, who you are disagreeing with. That way, you can understand them and be able to manipulate them into thinking how you do. So, <laughs> it Exactly. Says, Ten years ago, in January 2010, the Supreme Court released its disastrous Citizens United decision. The court either through remarkable naivete or sheer malevolence, essentially married the terrible idea that money is speech to the terrible idea that corporations are people. The ruling put a for-sale sign on our democracy. Nothing ever happened like this before 2010, opening up a flood of corporate special interest and even foreign money into our politics. Though Citizens United and related decisions, the court through citizen Citizens United and related decisions, the court made a bad situation worse. How was it already bad? We saw the proliferation. Of super PACs, which can accept and spend unlimited amounts of money to influence elections, and the rise of dark money, which is undisclosed political spending that can come from any special interest, including foreign countries. In the 10 years since the decision, there's been $4.5 billion in political spending by outside interest groups compared to $750 million spent in the 20 years prior to the case. From 2000 to 2008, there were only 15 federal races where outside spending exceeded candidate spending. Now, in the same amount of time following Citizens United, this occurred in 126 races. So it was 15 the eight years before that, 126 the eight years after. Now, almost half of all outside spending is dark money that has no or limited disclosure of its donors. That money isn't coming from the farmers suffering through Donald Trump's trade war or the fast food workers fighting for a living wage. It's coming from the wealthiest donors, people often with very different priorities than the majority of Americans. In fact, a full one-fifth of all Super PAC donations in the past 10 years have come from just 11 people. This has led to an unresponsive and dysfunctional government. With so many politicians in the pockets of their big donors, it's been even harder to make progress on issues like gun safety, health care costs, or climate change.
1: <laughs> well, of course, that's what the majority of Americans are, well, yeah, care about. That's, you know, because... that's
0: why we haven't made <laughs> those moves. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not because uh, a very large portion
1: of Americans disagree with those ideas at all. So a lot of times yeah. we we talk about symptoms of problems, right? Yeah. And so they're not addressing the root cause of the problem. And the the whole crux of money and politics problem has nothing at all to do with donors being able to donate money to campaigns. It has absolutely zero to do with that. Everything comes down to the fact that the politicians have that much power to begin with. That 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 it, the money would not exist if the power wasn't able to be bought. Yeah, if, that's if that's the, a
0: pretty crazy idea, there, Charlie. Right. I don't know. You're get, you're getting kind of conspiracy
1: theorist. Don't so you? In, so in fact, you know, these eleven people would not donate any money. Yeah, why would they? Yeah, there would be no reason because you can't buy any influence
0: if the government couldn't control every single industry in the entire American economy. Then why would those people be giving any money to the two people who are running for government office? Right. Why? If, why would if they, they couldn't be? pass
1: legislation or if they couldn't pass regulation yeah. or anything like that to lobby the government to get special interest, to get what they want done, then they wouldn't give the money. It wouldn't be there. Yeah. And so, but, but when it comes to citizen United to begin with, uh, you've got some good questions here. Like are corporations people?
0: Yeah are they i believe that i believe that corporations are people charlie do you have a corporation yes Uh, and so does does that corporation come to you and tell you what it's
1: going to do throughout a daily basis nope why no because it it doesn't exist on its own because it's not a separate (laughs) it's a legal
0: separate entity yeah but it's you Right, it's still you. Right, you. It's just a legal separate entity where it's you like another can have arm. money come in.
1: It's like another arm.
0: That that the I've got three arms. That <laughs> <laughs> that the taxation has forced you to create anyway. But right. it's a you know we'll get in we'll get into that. It's not the only reason they're well creating, liabilities. Yeah, and yeah, yeah liabilities. is a real really big issue. Yeah. So um, it's still you. Now, corporations are nothing more than a group of people who have signed a contract with one another and put a name on what their group of people is. And then the corporation doesn't sit there and make decisions. The people inside of it make decisions. So the argument that the corporation is not people, to me, doesn't make any sense. I mean, what, what do you think they are? Do you think we've created some kind of AI robot that's separate from everyone there might be some out there there could be some right (laughs) that that we don't know of i think ruth bader ginsburg might be a a robot possibly (laughs) i think she might have died several years ago but that's just speculation so it's this idea that somehow it becomes this completely separate entity that's not controlled by the people who signed the contract is completely insane to me i mean we have a corporation i had a corporation where i flipped houses for a while I had a corporation where I was in a band traveling around. All of those corporations were myself and the other people that were involved in starting that corporation, but you can't look at that corporation and say that it's, it's not people because it was just us. It was just, it was literally us. We signed a piece of paper and put a name on it. It is people. It's people. Yeah. So yes. It's made up of people. Corporations are people. Yeah. Okay. Whether you hate them or not, it just means that you hate certain people who group together and sign contracts and offer offer you jobs. Yeah. And and (laughs) offer you jobs. So (laughs) the other thing is, is this idea that they're controlling everything and that the people have nothing to say about it. I mean, how does a corporation get its money in the first place? From what I can tell, the, the, the government is the only entity that can force you to give it money under threat of death. If you do not do what they tell you to do. I know that sounds harsh, but when the government sends their officer to arrest you or put you in a cage for not doing what they told you to do, try and resist. See what happens. Try and not go. See what happens. So the government is the only thing that can force you to do things under the threat of death. Or like the mafia. Or the mafia. Yeah. Sure. The government and the mafia. That's... I don't really know any, anything else. Maybe one you're in, in laws. The, maybe I don't know. one in the same. <laughs> yeah. The same thing really. Right. So it's just the corporations get their money from people by providing things to people. People freely decide to give them that money and then they have money that they spend on things. And so I I don't, I don't see the issue with, with acting like somehow they're just controlling things without, The, you know, the consent of the people, but, you know, they're using money that was freely given to them by the people to do this. You can choose. I mean, you know, you can look up the political leanings of pretty much every corporation, like acting like you don't know what their political leanings are. Listen, and a lot of them speak like they're social justice warriors or they're socialists or whatever, but they are still really happy that their tax rate went down. Okay. So they're this, very happy about that.
1: Is this person mad that like Facebook probably donated to like Obama's campaign or something? I've, I mean,
0: I assume that they would not have wanted Obama to be able to get, you know, whatever that was, his half a billion dollars or whatever it was that was used. I don't know how much it was two three 300 million. Yeah. So I, I, I assume, uh, I guess they would, I guess they would think that, Um, it's just it just once again it doesn't make any sense and we're not talking about what the actual problem is this idea that you can create a law and stop people from being corrupt is insane you can't you can't do it because you can't unless listen you tell me where you found the most perfect and virtuous and altruistic person in the entire world how you were able to find that person tell me how you found them Tell me who they are, okay? And we'll let them run some things and see how it goes. But until then, if you're going to pick a human being who is telling you what you want to hear to run these things, then that person is going to be susceptible to corruption too. And so if it's their job to write a law that that law is corruption or to regulate corruption or to be oversight on corruption, then that person is susceptible to the same corruption that the people that they're investigating are. It's We've seen this problem over and over again. So then you need to create a new body to uh, regulate the people who are oversight over these things. And then you're also going to have to regulate and have oversight over that person who's regulating and having oversight over the other people. And it just keeps going. You'll have to keep building levels of bureaucracy, maybe somewhere inside of Elizabeth Warren's Bureau of Truth. They'll be taking care of this, this problem of corruption. You'll never get rid of it. You're not going to get rid of it unless you take away the power that the government has over the entire economy, over every single business owner in America in some kind of way. Yes, they have control over every single business owner in America. They just do, through taxation, through regulation inside of every single industry. Okay, when There's Charlie so and I talk about, regulation. when Charlie and I talk about trading money, I'm like, "Hey, man, I spent three years developing the trading strategy. Let's trade." I'm like, "Oh crap! It's illegal for the two of us to put our money together and trade it in a trading account. It's illegal <clears throat> for me to start a trading account for Charlie and I to put together our money and trade. So we have to do it illegally right now." Then that's all because that's of thing. what
1: the Securities Exchange Commission,
0: all because of that. Did you vote for anybody in that? I didn't vote for anyone in the SEC no, at all. Me neither. I didn't sign any kind of contracts write laws. and laws that I was OK with the regulations they were coming up with. Is this regulation without representation? It is That's exactly what it yeah, is. Yeah, we should make a T-shirt Yeah, right there. We should make that. So it's just <laughs> every single thing that you try to do they've got some type of a hand in it all the time. Your, even your local governments, your state governments and and the federal government. And so the idea that people inside of that, that Charlie and I, once we hit our trillion dollar mark, are not going to lobby to get the right people inside of the SEC so they will get their hands out of our pockets and out of our lives. The idea that you're gonna stop us from doing that somehow, is completely ridiculous because it's in our interest to do that and it's in other people's interest to control the people who are inside of these regulatory bodies. The only way you stop me and Charlie from buying off people in the SEC is by getting rid of the SEC. That's the only way that you do it. Yeah because you can't buy something that doesn't exist. No I can't what why would I just randomly go give some guy that has an SEC t-shirt on a bunch of money. (laughs) Why would I do that? It doesn't make any sense. No, I wouldn't do that. It's it's only because he has power over what we're trying to do right now. You know, we talked
1: a little bit about the death penalty yesterday. Right. Yeah. And uh, life sentences and stuff like that. And or actually it was last week, I believe Uh, a couple episodes ago. Go back and listen to it. It was good. (laughs) But anyway, I saw something today that kind of goes in line with this. This is more about, you know, uh, innocent and guilty. But John Adams said something. Very important. And when he was arguing uh, for the defense in Rex versus Wims trial in 1770, he said, it's of more importance to community that innocence should be protected than it is that guilt should be punished for guilt and crimes are so frequent in the world that all of them cannot be punished. And why I say that, that this correlates to this is because like, look, making rules is not going to stop people from breaking the rules. No, never does. They don't add more rules, and then they're Mm. like, oh, well, now that there's more, I'm going to stop breaking them. Actually, the more
0: rules you make, the more criminals
1: you'll have. Right. As (laughs) I'm Ram pointed out. Yeah. So it's like continuing to say that, oh, well, this dark money is coming in here because of that. No, there's always been dark money. It's like whether they knew about it or not, that's the difference. There's always been dark money. Yeah. It's always been there. Most of it's green, but <laughs> at least in our country, you but. think I can't, you think Charlie and I can't funnel money to 10
0: different people and have them all donate to the same pack.
1: Or Especially something nowadays, like that? you could buy Bitcoin, transfer it to the Caribbean's. Yeah. Send it through. I mean, there's. 3,000 corporations incorporated in like this small island in this one building. Yeah, (laughs) like people will get away with they will do things to get away. Now, I'm not saying that that's the right thing to do. I'm not saying that's what you should do. I'm saying that there are people out there that are greedy and they shouldn't be greedy or whatever. But at the same time, the laws, you can't advocate for the government to make more laws because people will just find another way around it. So that's not a solution. The, the, The people on the left that write articles like this you're saying that somehow citizens united is the one that led to all this like that's not it it was already there it's already there yeah so and and creating more laws or uh, reinstating citizens united or whatever you want to do it it, like it's not going to do it's not going to have the outcome you want it to have no that's the point of this and what's another
0: one of these contradictions I always find is, you know, people on the left are normally pretty quick to point out corruption, say in law enforcement or in convictions of people who are found guilty or people who get the death penalty. They find out things where people did something corruptly or tamper with evidence, doing, doing things like that. People on the left are more likely to point out things like that. They, they really are. Yet they think they don't connect that to that being a government body that's trying to fulfill its job which is to convict people for a crime they don't connect that and then they they somehow argue that we should put the government in control of regulating corruption somehow and of making sure that people do the right thing you think that these police you think these police units and these prosecutorial bodies and all these people don't have people oversight committees on them watchdogs watching what they're doing all that stuff we're we're already seeing this in other aspects and you can freely admit as someone on the left that there's corruption in that side and we got to find a way to fix it and they're mistreating people and doing all this it's the same thing
1: look it's I don't, still the same thing i don't know if you saw but roger stone who worked on trump's campaign was just found guilty yesterday seven counts seven counts that. yeah five counts of lying to congress one count of tampering with a witness, which he told somebody to, he said, Hey, you should plead the fifth on this. And then one count of obstructing a process. (laughs) Those are the seven counts. He was found guilty on, by the way, those were seven counts of nothing. So look, is that guy corrupt? Maybe, maybe he lied. That's not a good thing. You shouldn't lie to people, whatever, but you know what? So did James Clapper, the the director of the NSA lied to Congress. Yeah. He, he obstructed a process. He probably told several people beneath him to lie to Congress, too, which that would be tampering with a witness. Now, where is James Clapper? Well, he got to hold on to his job for like another six years. And then is he is he going to go to prison? Is he going to have a trial like you don't think corruption exists inside the government? You're asking a corrupt body to curb their corruption. Yeah, you don't think they're going to write rules in there for themselves to keep their corruption you're, going you're asking under the table?
0: The, the corrupted people to write their own
1: rules for fighting their own corruption. You're acting. You're asking your cancer to destroy your other cancer. That's what you're asking for. <laughs> Maybe that's a good idea. Is like a less potent. potent cancer coming in or into, something like that. Nothing's can... coming in to cleanse it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's insane. It's just insane. It's hypocrisy. It's it's absolutely ridiculous. It is. You got heated there. I you're just down. you were I, clipping. Was I? Yeah. I like clipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I just, I, it, it just irks me that these types of things exist because look, this article obviously on the left, but this comes from both sides. Yeah. There's several people on the right. that's like
0: There's libertarians that think that the C- citizens United case is a terrible thing.
1: Yeah, this, uh, But well, let, another good example, let's say, uh, um, is, uh, immigration like immigration's not the problem. Like it Welfare doesn't matter the problem. It doesn't matter how high you make the walls, you know, how many guns you put on the border. It doesn't like actually. People, the higher you make it, the more likely it is that the wind will blow it over. <laughs> we saw, <laughs> Yeah. And so we found yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. If you make it high enough and cheap enough, then the wind just blows it over. Yeah. But anyway, it doesn't. What I mean is it doesn't matter how much of a bubble you put around this country. People will find a way inside the bubble. So. Attack the actual problems, yeah. not the symptoms. Some guy on YouTube said, "Nice white supremacist flag." What the upside down flag is now no, a white the, supremacist no, flag? No, the "Don't Tread on Me" flag. Is oh what he's talking God! About. Libertarians yep. equal oligarchy. Okay, <laughs> Bert Baruti? Ber- thats his name. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Well, it's okay. There's a lot of people that have no
0: idea what they're talking about out there. Yeah, no reason to feel left out. All right, let's talk about something else let's that we talk. talk- Let's talk about the Gadsden flag. That's ridiculous. What yeah. a ridiculous comment. Here's, here's the idea. One time at a white supremacist rally, or maybe several rallies, some, some people carried a Gadsden flag. So now the Gadsden flag represents white supremacists. In the same way that those people would have carried an American flag, it represents white supremacists. Um, if I took a Bernie Sanders sign to a devout communist rally, then Bernie Sanders' flag or or sign would represent communism. Uh If if I took the LGBT flag to a to a white supremacist rally, I guess
1: the LGBT flag would represent white supremacism. And the LGBT as an yeah. organization. The, See, this is the problem when you group people. Yeah, like the, we don't believe. Look, Baruti, whatever your name is, we don't. Which is false because you're on youtube yeah so like look we yeah we don't believe in group identity so you can take that elsewhere well nice comments (laughs) yeah but we're all about individuals here and here the don't tread on me flag the gaston flag is all about individual liberty like leave me the hell alone yeah that's what it means don't tread on me don't do it yeah i don't want your tread That's (laughs) that's a <laughs> tire treads. I don't like your Sneak, treads. Got a sneaker treads. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever treads you got, man. I don't want it. I love the one where the <laughs> snake the
0: snake is curled up around a loaf of bread. And it says when the government's trying to take your bread and it says don't touch my bread, government. <laughs> it's just hilarious. I don't know why that was so funny to me, but it, it was just So apparently you've got a
1: white supremacist uh,
0: license plate. Now. I do. My license plate wow. has the Gadsden flag. And I have a yellow wow. license plate. Yeah. Just out there. That's one of those ridiculous things that people do so they can shut down other people's arguments. They do this so they can silence them. They do it so they don't have to listen to any of their political opinions or any of the facts and logic that they bring up because it hurts their feelings to be able to hear those things because it might mean that they're wrong. It might mean that they're ignorant. So what they do is they try to suppress other people's ideas by trying to group them into something. And say that they shouldn't be listened to because simply they have a flag that you've decided to place another meaning on that way you can say that about anyone who has that flag in front of them. That way you don't have to listen to the ideas of anyone who has that flag in front of them. debate the ideas or anything. You just label them. You don't have to debate the ideas because God forbid when we're talking about economics, you respond with something that has to do with economics. You have to talk about uh, you must be a white supremacist you must want oligarchy you must want something like this because that's what these people do they can't handle an actual debate that has anything to do with the substance of the actual debate itself because here's the problem they're wrong and we are right and when you're right it feels good by the way you don't have to be so resentful and hateful and you should try it sometime Okay. So the good thing that we have on our side is the actual truth. What you have on your side are emotions and the ability to cloud other people's thoughts and judgments by placing some type of categorization over an entire group of people because they have a yellow flag that has a black snake on it. That clearly means that I am an individual that I own myself and I don't want other people controlling my life when I'm not doing anything to hurt other people. That's exactly what it means. It means get the hell out of my life. I'm not doing anything to hurt you whatsoever. Stop trying to control me. Don't put me in a cage because I didn't give you the amount of money that you said I'm supposed to give you. Okay. (laughs) That's what that means but you can go ahead and say it's white supremacist that way you can make yourself feel better and you don't actually have to confront yourself with any type of logic or objective reality whatsoever. So and you can
1: report us to YouTube and stuff. So they take yeah. our stuff down yeah. because
0: you have to silence the ideas. That's the game, right? You have to silence it. They can't contend. You can't contend with them. No. So you have to silence them because you're wrong. Yeah. And so you have to try and silence the people who are saying the actual right things.
1: Isn't that what bullies do by the way? Like, isn't it really that really is. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that pretty much that, that's what bullying is yeah it, it, it's like oh we don't like sam we don't know why we don't like him well maybe it's because he's too short yeah like he's we don't like short people and he's too short so we're gonna bully him
0: yeah people do this and <laughs> by the way in criminal cases all the time you see a victim who's been murdered or who's been harmed in some kind of way a victim of rape anything like that what you'll see is one of the sides will come out there and they will try to do a victim blaming. They'll try to do a victim shaming. They will try to destroy the the actual idea of that person being a victim by saying any kind of negative thing they can about them possible and what that does is that they're trying to cloud the jury's mind so they no longer see them as having the valid case so they no longer see them as a victim anymore and that's it's what it's one of the
1: tactics they use to destroy credibility
0: yeah you got to destroy the credibility of the person and that's exactly what people who scream white supremacists when they see the gadsden flag are trying to do they're trying to destroy the credibility because they're trying to win their case which is wrong which has been proven wrong which has been proven wrong by over a hundred million dead people that have been viciously murdered or starved to death by a bunch of brutal socialist dictators over the last hundred years and they have to hide that from people they cannot let people talk about that because it's obvious so anyway, I don't know if you can tell, but that really pissed me off. Yeah. Okay. So, I wanna talk about a couple things from the week. I wanna round up this thing. We had this video on TikTok do really well yesterday. Round it out, man. We put up a video at like 2 p.m. on TikTok. Uh, last night, it had over 20,000 views, which is pretty good because two weeks ago, we didn't even have a TikTok account. So, I mean, you guys should get on TikTok before it's before it's gone, because <laughs> it might be gone <laughs> in a couple months. So we put up this video talking about Scandinavian socialism and some people missed the point on it. And I'll take responsibility for that if we didn't get the point across properly. But the point of the video was that when you see Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren out there talking about their democratic socialism, and then just say Rand Paul says, Oh, Venezuela was socialism. And then they'll say, I'm not talking about Venezuela I'm talking about Scandinavian socialism. I'm talking about Denmark and Norway and Sweden and all of these countries. So here's the problem. They'll decide that they're going to sell you on the benefits that people in those countries have, on the free healthcare, I don't know what their aid on housing is. Their college is very interesting how it's worked out because I think in a lot of them you get a certain percentage uh, taken from your, from your paycheck over the, throughout your life uh, pretty much that go towards the college, I think. That's part of the taxation, the way they work it out. So anyway, free college, free healthcare, free everything, only you pay for it. So they have all of these things. And when Bernie gets confronted with the idea of socialism, he says, no, I don't mean Venezuela, I mean Denmark. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Denmark. So we wanted to bring up whether or not Bernie Sanders would actually support Scandinavian socialism, because he's using it as a selling point for his followers. He's talking about how you're going to have the Scandinavian Cut, you're going to have what they have. You're going to have the free healthcare and the free education and all of these things, just like they do in Denmark. Will you? Should we take a minute? Should we take a minute and talk about the economic policies in those countries that have led to them being able to do that for their people with with some success, with with a little bit of success? Even their economies have been contracting, and they're moving even closer towards free market as we speak they're more free market than we are so we should talk about whether or not the economic policies that bernie sanders puts out there would actually look anything like what they have in the scandinavian socialist countries i mean wouldn't that make sense that if you're going to use those countries as a talking point that you could at least compare the economic policies and say uh, are you pushing for the economic policies that they
1: have in those countries? Well, it just doesn't sound as good, Nate. I, I know. We it don't want to do better, this. It sounds better to say we are the only developed nation. Yeah. We are yeah. the only wealthy developed nation in the world. Let's be clear. Yeah. We're the only one. Yeah. That doesn't offer health care, Nate. And that's a bad thing. So. So we got to fix that. And yeah. we don't have to implement their same policy. We just got to fix that problem <laughs> we're, that we're the only developed nation in the world that doesn't have free health care. And so here's the problem. Just or like, free college. We yeah. don't have to implement
0: their same policies, right? Yeah. But yeah. we're going to have their same outcomes, I promise. Right. We're right. Gonna, we're going to have exactly the outcomes that they have while using the complete opposite economic ideology that they have. And somehow on it's a just, much, it's, much,
1: much, much larger scale, much larger.
0: <laughs> um, Denmark has less people than New York City. It's so like it's, 60 times larger. Yeah. It's, uh, scale. It's, uh, our country. Than yeah, them, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they're the size of uh, roughly West Virginia, and they have the population in New York City. So anyway, that's not even the point. The point is, Bernie uses this as a selling point, but none of his economic policies match up at all. The, everyone on the left has been upset about the corporate tax rate in America being lowered down to 21.5%. This is it. These are giveaways for the rich. You know, everyone else is just getting crumbs. But the policy in Denmark the country that he has literally said is his view of socialism that his supporters need to look at, their corporate tax rate is 22%. Ours is 21.5. Is he arguing that we should raise our corporate tax rate by 0.5%? That way we're modeling Denmark.
1: No, he wants to go up to
0: 40s. He wants to, yeah, he wants to at least immediately reinstate it back to 35% where it used to be when he was already saying it was too low. But he wants to reinstate it to 35 and then he's even talked about it being up to to 50. So he already wants to have, uh, you know, 50% higher tax rate Upwards of 100% higher tax rate than what they do in Denmark. But he's telling you that we're going to be like Denmark. Okay. He doesn't think that we should raise taxes on the middle class or the poor or anyone like that, right? I mean, he doesn't think that like in Denmark where they pay 50 to 60% personal taxes. You think Bernie Sanders is arguing for 50 to 60% personal tax rates for people? No. No. Only he's, on the rich. He's not. Only on the rich. Yeah. That's who he's going to tax. Only on people making more than, you know, whatever, $400,000 a year, whatever the 1% <sighs> number is.
1: Now, he has, well, he had, he's back, kind of always backpedaled when people ask when ask him, are middle class taxes going to go up? Yeah. He always says, Taxi, well. Taxes will go up. He they'll said go that. up a little bit, but yeah. look, at, look at all the benefits. Yeah. You, you might pay 2% more, but yeah. you're going to save... You're gonna save a hundred thousand percent on your health care. <laughs> hundred thousand so, percent. So you're positive nine hundred ninety-eight. Yeah. Hundred thousand <laughs> percent. Like, you're gonna be a millionaire now. Yeah. Like he's like, look at all Obviously. these benefits, in which he just deflects. Yeah. He just deflects. Okay. Yeah. Maybe taxes go up. Like whatever. But you look at the health care yeah look at college look no, at all this stuff look at all the stuff they give people don't don't see what's in this don't, hand
0: don't ask what their economic policies look are at, or just ask what things they get from those economic
1: policies look at all of these promises that i can't guarantee yeah don't pay attention to what's over here no no sleight of hand so he doesn't want to raise the personal income taxes
0: up to 50 to 60 percent for people in the middle class i don't think he wants to do that uh, what about the wealth tax bernie wants a up to eight percent wealth tax um most of those countries don't have a wealth tax now a couple of them do norway does and one other maybe switzerland does i I think you know what their max wealth tax is
1: norway probably at least 20 percent.
0: it's got to be 20 right because they have socialism right they have perfect socialism no their wealth tax and Norway is 0.85%. 0.85. You're just making that up. And then Denmark doesn't have one. Sweden doesn't have one. That, he's ignoring that too. He's already mentioned how we're going to have Denmark. So uh, they don't have a wealth tax. Even the countries that do have a wealth tax, they've got less than a 1% wealth tax. And he wants his to be 8%. But we're going to give you guys what Denmark has. Don't worry. Just don't ask me about what economic policies they use to be able to do that. Please don't ask. We don't want to talk about that. You're a white supremacist. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, What about the VAT tax, Charlie? You mentioned that in the video yesterday. Yeah. Well, you know, they're not going to do that here. No, I don't think he's calling for a 24% that essentially sales tax that you don't see on your receipt yeah. on on everything it's on wholesale goods on, it's on everything yeah there is a 24 percent upcharge sale tax at the wholesale level not on your receipt that way you know you don't get upset about it like
1: people buying weed in illinois do you know you know, you know what i was actually thinking no i was thinking like they raise you know they raise these taxes right on corporations and they sell it to you as Hey, these are corporate taxes, middle-class people. You're not going to have, you're not going to have anything to do with it. Yeah. And then the companies, what they do, they actually tell you that you're paying the taxes. They list it as an itemized thing. Yeah. Like, you know, I get in their expenses, right? So, so I get sometimes free flights from points on Southwest, but I still have to pay the $5 and 50 cents each way. And it says on there. Government-imposed fee, like you have to pay those. Like we're not going to pay those for you. We're going to give you a free flight based on the points because you've spent so much money with us. So will we'll, you know, you can hop on our tube and we'll fly you through the air somewhere, and you know that costs you a certain amount of points. However, we're not going to pay the government fees for you. Like they put those on us to pay, and there's a line item charge. Yeah, you you do this at anywhere else. Like uh, okay, I just got the oil change and stuff the other day, right? There was a line item charge for the disposal fee and all that. So the EPA regulations that they make these companies do—that they say, "Oh, the companies are going to pay for it. Don't worry about it, citizens." They charge. They put it on the. It's, it's on the line item. Literally on the bill. They say it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you so, ever see those taxes and fees on your cell phone bill? Yeah. Ever. Yeah. You know, that, that the extra, broadcasting that, fee. That, that extra fifteen dollars on your bill. Yeah. Does, did the corporation pay that? No. No, it's on your bill. Yeah, right. It's right there
1: in front of you. Yes,
0: that's what I'm saying. But The corporation's going to pay it.
1: Right, right. Yeah, they're going to pay it. We'll just raise. Yeah. Anytime you raise anything on corporations, sometimes they'll even put in a line item for you. Yeah. They'll say, hey, yeah, look yeah, out of our control, the government's making us pay this, so we're just going to make you pay it. Yeah, or is, we just won't give you the service. This is the Bernie Sanders tax. That's going to be a new line <laughs> item
0: on people's bills. That's what it's going to say. So, I'm going to put that on there, once anything again, we yeah, sell. <laughs> once, once again, a lot of these countries don't have a minimum wage. They don't have a minimum wage. Well, then they must have a living wage, then. They don't have a minimum wage. <laughs> now, yes, the unions negotiate the wages and salaries for the people. The unions, not, not the government. So, the unions, the groups of the workers and the corporations and those people, well, not the corporations, but the, the workers, they, they negotiate what their wages are going to be with the
1: corporations. So, you're saying okay. the people banded together. Yes. And they you know, pay an organization. Yeah. Or they all pay them to say, hey, well, uh, let's fight for our wage to be higher.
0: Yeah. Now, that's a lot easier to do in a country that has a lower population than the city of New York. That's a lot easier to do, mm-hmm. to let your unions completely negotiate the wages for every single person in your country. You've got less people than one of our cities. So that's a that's a little bit
1: easier to do. And look, I'm not against unions. I don't like their policies and influence on government, but if people want to band together it didn't, because they think they have more, let's say, power um, to negotiate things with then let them, you're free to do
0: that. But also you should not be forced to join the union. Right. Or uh, also if the people group together and say, hey, we're going to force this out of you, Mr. Business Owner, then the Mr. Business Owner should be able to say, okay, well, every single one of you guys are fired and I'm going to fill your positions with all of these other people that want to work here. Why not? Right. Why not? So if your union is so good, then do it, but let it be free. Let it be an actual free market. Exactly union people group together negotiating their wages and if they are worth that then the corporation will
1: pay them right that's that that's just how that will work out and the problems aren't free capitalism like what we're talking about let people be free to do that that's what capitalism is you're free to make those decisions and the business is also free to to go along with your decisions or say no yeah that's that's what capitalism is now when corporations are forced to take what the union says to me that's not capitalism that's unionism yeah and then it's just another government body
0: (laughs) right a union that's got a million people in it that's taking a percentage out of everyone's paychecks and forcing everyone to do whatever they say that they're going to do is just another government
1: that's all it is yeah another governing body yeah yeah
0: so it's a the question was on tiktok the reason we put up that video you guys go follow us on there we put a bunch of videos up every single day just random stuff like this. How is it that Bernie Sanders is selling his supporters all of the ideas of Scandinavian socialism, all the things that they get, but all of them are completely ignoring what their economic policies are? Would Bernie Sanders actually support the economic policies that Denmark has? How is it that he can say, no, I'm talking about Denmark, when he would not support the economic policies of Denmark? How
1: is that? In fact, his policies mostly resemble like Venezuela.
0: They do. I did. I actually did a comparison. Him and Liz. Yeah. I did Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, all of their proposals for personal income taxes, corporate taxes, the wealth tax, the stock market trade tax, which by the way, most of these countries in Scandinavia don't have Um, the, uh, there's something else that I put in there too. And I compared them to three different Scandinavian countries and venezuela and most of bernie's and elizabeth's plans were much closer to the percentage levels that venezuela has not what denmark and norway and sweden have yeah. so perfect. it's perfect yeah, yeah but we're gonna can't, have denmark can't wait denmark i yeah, just can't wait that's what we're gonna have so it's a lot of people got it wrong on there they said well Oh, I don't care that they have 50, 60% tax rates. They get all this free stuff. I I gladly pay 50 or 60%. Of course you
1: don't, John, cuz you make $20,000 a year. <laughs> you know, of course you don't care. But the point was that's not what the
0: point that's not what the point of the video was. The point was that Bernie wouldn't support those policies. Bernie's not saying, "Let's perfectly model the economic policies of Denmark because I want to have Denmark's Scandinavian socialism." That's not what he's saying. Okay? So you can say, well, I'd be fine 50, 60%. That's not what Bernie's arguing for. Denmark has low corporate taxes, low regulations, no wealth tax, no minimum wage, and high personal income taxes, and high sales taxes. Bernie is the complete opposite on every single one of those things. Okay? So don't tell me that he's talking about Denmark. That's that's the problem. Boom! I think that does it. All right, that does it, guys. We got heated on this one. The, we whole, the whole episode, we were clipping this whole. Guys, we're so sorry for yelling at you for this whole time. Let's all be nice <laughs> and have a good weekend, okay? Remember that even though we get upset about politics, there are much more important things: your family, your friends, politics, your dogs, <laughs> your dogs, cleaning, yeah. cleaning your room. There's all kinds of important things. Being nice to someone today, pay for someone's meal at McDonald's. You'll make their day, and it's going to cost you like four dollars. It sacrifice yourself that unneeded cup of coffee from, from Starbucks and make another person's day. Make their weekend. You know you how know, happy they'll be about that?
1: You know, you know something else I'm pissed about, though, before we get off, before I get off my soapbox? Yeah. So we're, we're getting ready to buy a house. Me and, and you? You and I. Well, <laughs> no. Steph, Stephanie and I. Okay. Here's what I'm, I'm just so pissed about. All of the hoops you have to jump through. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, why can't I just make a contract with somebody and say, hey, this is how much money I'm going to give you, you know, I'm going to give you all of this money and uh, you give me the house. Yeah. Why? what can't you just do that? There's all of these federal minimums and this federal this and fill out this paperwork and whatever, all these guard on regulations. <laughs> you know, I don't do that when I want an ice cold Coca-Cola. <laughs> I don't have to fill out paperwork. Yeah. To enjoy the original taste. <laughs> of ice cold Coca Cola, although it doesn't have cocaine in it was anymore. This your way, was this your way of leading into a Coca Cola commercial? No.
0: Is that what that no, was? No. I just okay. what a,
1: like many things in life, I don't have to fill out all this. I know ridiculous paperwork. Now look, I realize that a few people screwed it up for the rest of us, obviously because like you know you can't. There's no there's no more handshake deals or anything like that. I'm fine with signing the paperwork. Yeah. You know, I'm fine with like being presented with a contract that says, "Hey, you promise to pay this much money." Will you do that? Yes, yeah, I will. Of course. Let me sign. I promise that. You give me the keys. You're
0: buying like a million dollar house. There's going to have to be a contract.
1: Yeah. It just is. Not about a million dollar house. <laughs> Gee, it's a five million dollar house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for selling you short there. Kidding, kidding. We're not that rich yet, because you want to know why? Because you haven't supported the show yet. That's why, yeah. guys. This is this is
0: important. You know the fix your situation, Charlie. We should just have the government give everyone free houses. We should inject a bunch of oh. taxpayer money into the housing market. And then I don't have to fill out any paperwork. Then I just get one. You just get one. You fill out. You go to the government's. Do I get to choose like what countertops probably, I want? I was going to say you go to the government's website, but actually you probably need to go to the office, request that they mail you a form. And then they'll mail you a form where you have to go and get a check or and money order 14
1: to 38 business days yeah
0: to to send them the form fee for for sending them the form and then you'll mail that to them after you go to the store and buy a
1: stamp so you can do that they make sure you go to the county yeah. clerk's office not the circuit clerk's office yeah. because yeah there, <laughs> and there's no parking at county clerks so. yeah
0: so you'll have to do all that and then they'll send you the new paperwork in the mail and take three and, days off work yeah they'd be and then they'll tell you which house you can have oh, okay. and you'll be so much happier do i get to pick my countertops or anything or um we have a set of two approved countertop countertop services oh, okay. that are ethically uh sourced <laughs> and um <laughs> made from organic uh
1: gmo free free
0: granite (laughs) so yeah that's that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna give you man yeah i can't wait they're only the 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 hardwood is only made from trees that had fallen down on their own accord (laughs) and uh
1: so (laughs) they were harvested from the forest floor yes exactly they These, this is wood that never, that lost its roots.
0: Yep. Okay. So guys, very important. If you want to support your very own Facebook ad, this is about you getting your ideas out there in front of the most amount of people possible. Our Facebook page had a 1.3 million person reach last month. We're very happy to say that because, uh, you know, a year and a half ago, we didn't have any likes on Facebook and now we're able to reach a lot of people with our posts. But guys. You've got some ideas. You want some liberty to get out there in front of the right amount of people. So if you want to talk about taxation or the Second Amendment or the wealth tax or Bernie Sanders or Warren or any of this stuff, then let us know and we will run a Facebook ad. Well, you go to our website, gmlconnect.com, click on support the show. You do three, five, ten, twenty 20 bucks a month. You get a merch item for doing it. Okay, so we lose money right off the bat and then the money you do pay in goes towards Facebook ads. So Put the money in towards actually growing this movement. If you really care about the movement, then you can go to gmlconnect.com, click on support the show, put in three bucks, three bu- a three dollar Facebook ad. Honestly, it will get in front of thousands of people, and we'll and we'll do it every single month. So uh, just go to the website, pick your ad. We'll discuss what topic you care about, and we'll run an advertisement on that topic. So you will be responsible for
1: actually growing the liberty movement in the good old us of a after you get done doing that then you should share the show share the show with some friends Share it with some enemies tell five people about us you know okay. hey I, i've learned something new today sorry if you guys can hear my kids screaming in the background he just got home apparently <laughs> he's uh screaming his head off uh but we're gonna go take care of that pretty he's, soon it's because he heard you yelling earlier and he right? doesn't like taxation either <laughs> no he that's what he's screaming about yeah yeah so anyway um so tell five people about it, you know, and, and say, "Hey, I learned something new today," and uh, see what they think. You know, y'all yeah. shoot us a message, and then leave us a rating and review. I can't stress that enough. Leave us a rating and review. So we need you guys to support the show by uh, three, five, ten, twenty dollars, whatever it is. We'll send you something free in return <laughs> because for your money for your money. <laughs> this is an amazing deal. You know, no one else is doing this. You there. give us money and we'll give you something for free. Yeah. It's, it's just, just like the government. <laughs> unbelievable. And then share the show and then leave us a rating and review. That's very simple. We're yeah. not asking for much. We come here every single day with fantastic episodes and we're not asking for much. So if you guys do all that, we'll be back again on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning. Liberty.